Hi everyone and welcome to your horoscope for the week of September the 20th, 2021. We have a really powerful super karmic sky playing out all throughout the week and this is where the main theme of the duality continues and this is where the duality can be seen from very many different perspectives. One of them is where collectively things might be very, very tensionate. So from a collective perspective, we might have the tendency to perceive the more negative expression of this energy, while individually it really doesn't have to be that way, because there is a lot of breakthrough energy in the sky, a lot of trines, especially to the very end of the week. But at the same time, the other kind of duality well, that is very, very obvious. The rich and the poor, the government and the people, the vaccinated and the not vaccinated. Who is discriminated? Who is advantaged? And this kind of duality can be seen in so very many things, so very many areas of life. But you get the big picture of how this kind of manifests and also... Libra season is beginning, so Libra is a dual sign. In order for us to find a balance, in order for us to see the middle path, the middle way, or to create some kind of equilibrium, well, we have to be able to kind of see both ends of the spectrum, both expressions of duality, regardless in which sense it manifests. Now, we begin the week with a really powerful karmic energy where we have the Pisces full moon unleashing some really strong energies in full swing. And you know, even this full moon, since it takes place in a mutable water sign with a strong sense of duality Pisces, the two fish who are actually swimming in opposite directions, well, this kind of represents that both individually and collectively alike, this full moon can go both ways. For some people, it can be really, really intense and powerful in not so favorable ways. And for others, it can be actually quite delightful, magical, even miraculous. Yet mutable energy also means that it is us who have to choose how this energy is going to ultimately affect us. Nothing is set in stone. Even those things, manifestation, let's say, which might be perceived as negative, as challenging, as not so very favorable, well, they can lead to something which actually serves our greatest good. And how many times in our lives, especially that Pisces is the past, our stored memories, have we experienced certain karmic moments when it seemed really challenging, difficult, like an ending, like a termination, maybe a loss, and as we progressed in the future, we kind of saw slowly but surely how that actually advantaged us on the long term. And this is one of the full moons where that might be exactly the karmic theme, because this full moon takes place at 28 degrees, so almost an anoretic degree, and Pisces is the very last sign of the zodiac, 
So it does suggest an ending. It does suggest something reaching its full maturity. Something has reached truly the culmination, the very peak of the cycle. So it has to be, you know, harvested, eliminated, transformed, used or surrendered, let go of. But of course, with every full moon, emotions, feelings are going to be extremely strong and powerful. And they will have a very, very strong grip on us. And this is where we might find it a little bit difficult to actually control our emotions or be in charge because Pisces represents the unconscious, especially that the moon is going to be in the third deacon, the scorpionic deacon of Pisces. So that is heavily unconscious. But, you know, there is a big blessing in this because like every full moon, it has revelatory qualities, it sheds light on something, and this time it might reveal certain things from our unconscious, which are naturally, of course, hidden from our sight. And it can be that revelation which gives us the power to change and transform something in our lives, especially something ongoing, something which has been with us for a lot of time regardless of what that is like a psychological blockage a trauma a relationship even a career that really depends on where 28 degrees of the sign of pisces falls into your own individual chart now another thing i would like to mention about this pisces full moon as i said for some people this may be a little bit heavy a little bit negative, melancholic, depressive, and it might even stir up someone's self-destructive tendencies because astrologers named the third deacon of Pisces the undoing of the self for a very good reason. And also the main aspect that this full moon holds is a T-square with the galactic center at 27 degrees of the sign of Sagittarius so some people are really going to feel this very profoundly. But as I said earlier, you must know that at this time, regardless of how this energy affects you, the power is truly in your hands. And what will you do with that power? Well, the Sabian symbol of 28 degrees of the sign of Pisces is... A fertile garden under the light of a full moon. So how very synchronistic. The fertile garden can be seen as either your karmic reward, something that you have worked for, sacrificed for, also Pisces. Or it can simply represent the potential. That is what you deserve. That is where you should be headed towards karmically. And now the sun is opposite the moon. 28 degrees of the sign of Virgo, the Sabian symbol speaks about a bald man who has seized power. And if this isn't enough, well, the sun also holds a trine with Pluto at this moment, and that is psychological empowerment. That is the power of someone's sheer will, of someone's intention. So this ultimately suggests 
that we do have some power over this. So if you might be experiencing the not-so-favorable side of this full moon where you're truly stirred up, you're melancholic, you're heavily disappointed by something, or it is just a state which comes out of the blue, you must know that the square with the galactic center, the galactic center is one of the most powerful energies in astrology because it is the very core of our galaxy. It is basically God. And where the sun and moon oppose each other, if you feel like you don't have power over this, you still have a hidden power, and that is to surrender it to the divine, to the galactic center, to the mind and heart of the creator, because basically, that which we cannot know as human beings, the divine knows and has power over, when you don't know what to do, when there is no solution that basically comes to your mind, not even intuitively, not even instinctually, or when you're simply totally uninspired, you're just basically lost. You're drowning in the Piscean waters. Surrender it to the divine. Pray, meditate, do whatever it is that you can do. Communicate with the divine in your own unique way, and you might find that it answers in the most miraculous ways possible. And also, at this time, the moon is sextiled by Pluto, the ruling planet of Scorpio, the planet of alchemy. So any kind of spiritual work, any kind of psychological empowerment work is really going to make a lot of difference. So don't allow your mind, Virgo, to defeat you. Don't allow your mind to inspire you in all the negative ways. Don't allow a thought, a mental energy to start clawing into your spiritual flesh, if this makes sense. But rather use whatever emotion is triggered. Pain, disappointment, sorrow, grieving. This sensation of just feeling lost. Fears, of course, anxiety. Use all this negativity, if this makes sense, to make your prayer, your plea to the divine even stronger, as intense as it can possibly be. This is one of those moments where it purifies you so very much because it cuts to the core. That this prayer, the plea, the ask for help and the surrender will reach the divine heart and it will be answered one way or another. And of course, for those of you who experience this in the opposite way, it's like a fantastic karmic reward. Joy, bliss, happiness. The universe surprises you with something that you could have not even dreamed of. Then this feeling that you give over to the divine is ultimately gratitude, joy, deep appreciation, trust. And by this, you multiply your blessings. You turn this into a memory which will act as pure soul food. You know, there is traumas which always evoke the negative emotion that you felt when something bad happened. 
this fuel of suffering which persists over time, but there is the opposite, a, bl a moment of pure bliss where the happiness that you felt also persists and fuels you to the end of time maybe. Now on the world stage, collectively speaking, this will one way or another reveal a secret, reveal something hidden from our side. It can have a lot to do with the medical um, world, if this makes sense. Pisces can be seen as hospitals. Virgo is healthcare and research within healthcare. So with this, I probably said everything that there needs to be said about this. Now, of course, if you'd like to find out more about this upcoming full moon and the sign of Pisces, you can check out a recording dedicated for this celestial event. I'm going to link to this in the description below. Now, also at the very beginning of the week, simultaneously with this Pisces full moon, we have other energies at play. First of all, Jupiter trines Mercury, and this is a really hopeful energy. This can truly help us get through any hardship, any difficulties. Hope is everywhere, basically. It can come through synchronicities. It can come through the internet, social media, Jupiter in Aquarius. It can come from our friends, from other people. And at the same time, we ourselves can also be a force of inspiration for others. But naturally, this can also have more down-to-earth expression, where someone promises you something, help, connections, potential solution to a problem. Of course, this promise is not going to be that big deal at this moment, because Mercury is, start is preparing to go retrograde. But whatever might be being promised to you at this time might evolve, it might transform, it might change during this Mercury retrograde season, which begins at the very end of this week and it lasts until the 18th of October, after which Mercury will go back on the same path it took while being retrograde. So that might be the moment when whatever is promised to you whatever ideas, options, solutions you might be inspired with gets a much more practical meaning that gets completed basically. But even this week might be a great time for that to enter your sphere of awareness and for you to consider it, think about it, talk about it. And ultimately it can give you hope, it can give you even faith, Jupiter. Now, another aspect that Mercury holds is a square with Pluto, and this isn't just as simple as that, because it's actually a T-square, where Mercury opposes Eris, goddess of discord, and they hold a T-square to Pluto. Now, this might be very relevant from a collective perspective, because this represents rebellion, revolution, people taking to the streets, people being extremely angry, and why? Mercury in the sign of Libra, and not at, in any position, but what astrologers call via combusta, so the path of fire, the path which basically combusts. So it is all about the legal side of things, discrimination, what is equality, what is morality, 
what is fair, what is acceptable, and what goes against all of these human values, principles, and things which basically stand at the very core from a moral perspective of any legislation and basically human rights. This isn't just about people demanding freedom, equality, non-discrimination, but this also turns into court cases like solid legal action. This is where there are going to be some very important discussions about changes in legislation, and it is those changes that might be contested, so they reach the courts, they even reach, for example, the European Court of Justice, the Human Rights Court, etc. So this is a lot of debate, this is a lot of issues raised around human rights, fairness, equality, basically everything that has to do with the sign of Libra, certain alliances, partnerships, and understand this from a collective perspective. So within a country, internationally, are going to be questioned, challenged, they might have to transform. So this is definitely not going to be easy. And, you know, Eris is the freedom fighter, so people will definitely take to the streets. To add to this energy, Mars is already in the sign of Libra. Mars is action, basically. So there is going to be a lot of action, both legally speaking, but also people taking to the streets because Mars is the ruling planet of the sign of Aries where Eris is in. So there is a, long, a strong synergy between these two energies. But of course, I must say that this energy and whatever happens or starts to build up a lot of momentum this week is not going to be short term. This will include all of the Mercury retrograde season and one way or another all of 2021 and the first half of 2022. Also at this time Venus holds a square with Saturn and she opposes Uranus. The opposition to Uranus is going to be perfected on the 24th of September. Where also on the 24th of September, the moon will also meet Uranus in the sky. So not only will this opposition perfect itself, but it will also add a very, very powerful and strong emotional element to it, the moon. Now, Venus being squared by Saturn from an individual perspective, this is where we get a reality check, basically, what limits our desires from getting what we want basically, what limits us loving and experiencing everything that we love the way we would like, in which way are our relationships based on love of any kind, in which way are they fair, in which way do they serve us, in which way do they advantage us, and this also makes the Mercury and Pluto square that much more intense from a personal perspective because Mercury squaring Pluto, individually speaking, well, it means who has power over us and this who can be anyone in our lives who we have any kind of connection with, our life partner, our friends, our contractual partners, our boss at work, our neighbors. So basically everyone who 
can be included in the seventh house. And even though this energy might be a little bit intense and heavy and disappointing even, it is very necessary because Mercury in the sign of Libra, well, it is all about the ration, it is all about what makes sense and what doesn't. And with Venus being squared by Saturn, this is the kind of reality check that your feelings, your emotions, who makes you happy, who has a deeper meaning in your life, and who doesn't, of course, well, this also matters. So when we judge, when we evaluate something, the sign of Libra, of course, the rationality of it is not enough. We also need to check what we feel and what is within our hearts and our own personal value system. Now, speaking about value system, this might be the ex collective expression of how this might influence our lives collectively. Venus in Scorpio is currency. The power of currency, the power of money, the power of money management, basically, opposing Uranus. This might represent an intense moment when the financial crisis descends into full chaos. Certain things will lose their value and crash overnight, while other things, especially futuristic things like cryptocurrency, can actually skyrocket. Certain small financial investments which have an element of risk attached to them. So basically, where you might actually lose your investment, nothing is set in stone, can pay off handsomely in a very unexpected and surprising way at this time. But it is really not recommended for massive big investments because that might just go to waste at this time. Also, the prices of real estate and properties and everything that has to do with them might also experience a chaotic moment. Maybe certain prices will drop dramatically for a short period of time, so some people can make quick investments. They can acquire anything that has to do with real estate at a very cheap price, so for them it's going to be very bountiful, so to speak. And also this might represent that the price of fuel, gas and electricity can also skyrocket. But this is where the square to Uranus comes into play. There will be a need to regulate it, to limit how much it can skyrocket. So it's going to be a very, very complicated and shocking and surprising week from a financial perspective. And also around the 24th, when the moon meets Uranus in the sky and together they oppose Venus, there will be something very, very shocking about that. And this can play out both individually and collectively. Where is Uranus in your personal chart right now? With Venus, it can be something romantic, someone shocks you, or maybe you find out a secret. Maybe an infidelity, someone betrayed you, someone didn't play nicely in behind your back. But it can have a totally positive expression, out of the blue, out of nowhere, you get a romantic declaration. Someone expresses their romantic interest in you and you don't even know what to make of it, because chances are this person 
won't really fit the image that you have in your mind about your future romantic partner. Now, from a collective perspective, while it is definitely something to do with money and currency that will shock a lot of people, maybe a bank or a big company will collapse and crash, or maybe something very, very new futuristic revolutionary will appear on the market and it's gonna skyrocket. So let's pay attention to what happens around that time because that event will be also symbolic. It will show us where the trends regarding value systems of any kind will go in the future. Now on the 22nd of the month, the sun leaves the sign of Virgo and it enters Libra. So I would like to wish a very happy birthday for every Libra native out there. And also this will be the day of the autumn equinox. So all of us are definitely going to be feeling a very, very strong energy shift taking place in the world and also in our lives, within our being as well, of course. And also the full moon in the sign of Pisces at the beginning of the week, whatever that will manifest, a termination, culmination, harvest, or whatever that may be, it kind of gives way to this new beginning, the beginning of the new season. So chances are that the new, the next chapter, the main theme that is going to be playing out in our lives this autumn will one way or another be linked to whatever happens at the Pisces full moon. And also, this is a very mystical, magical, deeply spiritual part of the year, because at every equinox, the veil between the worlds is that much thinner. So it is a really, really good period to contemplate, to use your spirituality and spiritual practices to enrich your life to embody your wisdom, to refine your intuition, to refine your decision-making processes. Because, you know, Sun in the sign of Libra, along with Mars and Mercury also being here, well, this will definitely be a period, an autumn, when we will have to make some very important decisions in our lives, especially regarding legal issues, contracts and relationships, who it is that we can allow to be part of our lives, who it is that we have to cord cords with. But of course, this is vice versa. Other people in our lives underwent profound changes in their lives, their normality changed, their feelings changed. How will that affect us? How will it affect the relationship? May that be romantic or contractual in nature or simply any kind of alliance, any kind of association. When people change, and this includes also us, the relationships also have to reflect that change one way or another. And naturally from a collective perspective, while this puts a much greater emphasis on the legal side of whatever is going on in the world. This is where even on the world stage, alliances will undergo profound transformation, even between, you know, world powers. Two 
nations who used to be, let's say, in not so very favorable diplomatic relations might all of a sudden form an alliance and at the same time maybe nations who always had a very strong connection with one another might decide that this is the moment when they need new allies. And also I have the feeling that this Libra season will somehow change a lot of elements, a lot of even modus operandi, Mars in the sign of Libra, regarding human rights and international law. And speaking about Mars in Libra, it is going to be this week when a very important celestial conversation, a trine it holds with Saturn, is going to perfect. Now, I know that this is a harmonious celestial conversation, a trine, but collectively, you know, Saturn is authority, Mars, especially in the sign of Libra, legal actions, so this might represent that something might be forced upon us, like it or not. But at the same time, Aquarius is also the human collective, the power of the people, so it can go both ways, and since Libra is a dual sign, I do believe that both expressions of this energy are going to happen simultaneously. Authorities might win, so to speak, from a certain perspective, but the power of people and their cries for freedom, etc., will also win from maybe another perspective. Now, individually, this is quite favorable because... This is like a really, really positive reality check, so to speak. Where do you stand exactly in your relationships? Who it is that you can count on? Who it is that you cannot count on? Who represents a restrictive force in your life? Who represents a supportive force in your life? This can also represent, well, ultimately courage to demand your rights, to demand to be respected, to demand equality and fairness. And these demands of yours, because it harmonizes with Saturn, might actually go get you a long way. They can actually produce very favorable results. This can also represent legal help or really good advice, inspiration, solidarity entering your life from your friends, family, etc. Saturn is ultimately that which you have worked for. And if you have been a good friend, if you have been a valuable member of society, well, at this time, that can reflect back at you. But of course, this can also play out where other people might need your help. You might find the strength, the force, and everything that you possibly need to actually help them. For some people, this will definitely play out as karmic obligations where you will have the power to fulfill your role or if you are the one who is in need of help, your karmic connections will jump to your aid and together you will solve a problem, you will make a decision. So help is on its way, regardless if that is like physical help, but chances are this is air sign, so they might advise you they might help you from a legal perspective like to do paperwork 
they might counsel you or vice versa. Those who work with the public, those who are writers, uh, those who share their creations on social media might experience a very favorable moment due to this aspect. They can reach a lot of people or if they invested time and work and effort into sharing someone with other people that might come to fruition at this time. This is also a good moment for projects to create associations, alliances, partnerships for a common purpose. Everything that has to do with charity, humanitarianism, being a positive influence for the collective is greatly amplified. And this energy will experience a really powerful peak on the 26th of September, so the very end of the week, where there is going to be a grand air trine in the sky, but a very complex one. The moon in Gemini is going to be conjunct Dark Moon Lilith, and that already says about the persuasive power of emotions. Again, a wonderful aspect for everyone who can weave beauty into their words, into their communication, who works with public, public speaker, writer, poet, any kind of artist who shares something online, who has expositions, who basically shares their work any way, shape or form. Then we have the moon con connecting with Saturn in Aquarius. Aquarius can be the internet, other people, society, circle of friends, your supporters. Saturn is the manifester. Saturn is down-to-earth, physical, real. It can get things done. It can turn, you know, in the sign of Aquarius, ideas into something very, very practical. Then we have Saturn connecting with Mars. Mars being in the sign of Libra. So just as I said earlier, this is where your actions do produce some very important results regardless in which sense. And Mars at that time is going to be conjunct a planetoid, a trans-Neptunian object named Makimaki, an ancient god of fertility. So again, that represents manifestation, that represents success, especially if you are an inspirational force out there in the world. Are you an artist? Are you a public speaker? What do you share with the world? What do you share with your local community? What do you share with your circle of friends? Any kind of humanitarian, charity, compassion-based action can go a very, very long way at this time. It can simply be blessed by Saturn, the big lord of karma. Anything where you put your passion to and speak it, communicate it, share it with others can go a long way. If you have a very passionate compassion, humanitarian-based purpose, you can find supporters, people, allies, partners in any sense to help you. Or basically, if you have a common purpose with other people, connections can be made at this time. This aspect also favors travels, 
like business travels or visiting someone, meeting someone, but you know, in this present moment, I'm not sure how this goes with the travel restrictions. So it might just be a virtual travel if nothing else is possible. But of course, you know, Libra is ruled by Venus. Gemini is, you know, a soulmate kind of connection, a soul sibling. If you want to look at it that way, in the tarot, it's the lovers. Dark Moon Lilith, well, she is persuasion, she is attraction, where maybe your mind, what you share, the words that you speak, your intellectual creativity might act like a magnet attracting someone in your life. Mackie Mackie, as I said, God of Fertility, along with Mars, both male principles of passion, willpower, which manifests something. So for a lot of people, I do believe that next Sunday, the 26th of September, or whatever happens around that time, might be a really, really good moment for love, for romance, to meet that very special person, to meet a soul sibling, someone who shares your principles, your ideas, and an alliance can be formed. Also, at that time, Mercury will stand still in the sky and prepare to go retrograde the next day. So again, it can represent an offer, an opportunity that will make you think and analyze and contemplate a lot about what to do, how to do it during this Mercury retrograde season. Also remember, when Mercury will stand still in the sky, any planet that does this has its symbolism greatly amplified, is making a connection with Jupiter, hope, faith, good fortune, promise of any kind, that which you strongly believe in, shared principles, shared values, and also Mercury squares Pluto at that time, so it will definitely transform your relationships one way or another. That might be the moment when this transformational energy of the Mercury and Pluto connection will ultimately manifest when you will be able to figure stuff out how to do it when to do it dates times who with if there is like an offer an opportunity something is being presented to you you will contemplate you will think about it this aspect is also really really good for anyone who is seeking a job who wants to change their career, who is seeking for like a sponsor, who is seeking for any kind of support to their work or career or whatever it is, whatever purpose they have. This is also good for people who are seeking like professional collaborations of any kind. The only thing that I have to add to this is it may enter your sphere of awareness. You may get the phone call, the email, a connection through a friend. As in, a friend tells you, look, I know someone who is looking exactly for a person with your talents, with your skills, what you have to offer. Or this can play out in so very many different ways. But, you know, no matter how positive this may seem, Still do not make, if possible, 
you know, you have to be the ultimate judge. If you can take some time to truly think about it, have discussions, talk it over, and basically go back to the drawing board as many times as you feel called to do this, especially during Mercury retrograde season, this can actually turn into something really stable and big because it's done under a retrograde Saturn, so it's meant to last. But if you have to accept it there and then as it is, just be prepared that it might be changed, it might suffer modifications, it might look a little bit different when this Mercury retrograde ends and Mercury will move direct again and naturally make redo the same connections with Jupiter, with Saturn and with Pluto. Now, on the world stage, you know, this is a truly beautiful grand air trine, so it should be empowering, but the sky empowers everyone, even those people who have a not-so-positive purpose, if this makes sense. You know, Mars was seen by the ancient as the lower malefic, because ultimately... It started wars and when someone had a not so good intention, Mars kind of determined them to take action, to do something with it. Saturn was the great malefic, so Saturn is the planet which really tests our morality, our integrity, our diligence, our life experience through karmic challenges of any kind. Sometimes with promises, sometimes with a great excess. Like what immediately comes into my mind, how many big lottery jackpot winners ended up on, the, on a dark road exactly because of their winning. That is so Saturn, to be honest. And Dark Moon Lilith is also a rather malefic energy if we look at her from a very primitive and rudimentary perspective and the sign of Mer uh, Gemini, sorry, is highly persuasive. So where I'm actually going with this is that collectively speaking, whatever might be promised to us at that time, however the representatives of Saturn, so the government, authorities, those who hold the law, basically, might try to pull the wool over our eyes, we should not necessarily believe them blindly. We shouldn't necessarily believe whatever is shared on social media blindly. And last but not least, Mars, as I said, the planet of war, so we shouldn't really fight even if that is just sharing our opinions and our own personal perspectives, on social media or any other platform, regardless how we may feel about it, even if we feel that we are right 1 million percent, well, whatever victory our words and communication and sharing our opinions might offer us, that victory might be very illusionary and it might just be a karmic challenge 
for, let's say, the divine or the karmic forces to see if we are wise and enlightened, actually, that is the proper word, enough not to speak, not to bully anyone, other people, not to judge Saturn, other people, even if we are right, even if we hold the truth, because whatever reality we are focusing on, we are feeding it, we are creating it, we are making it stronger. And if we want harmony, if we want peace, if we want true equality, then it might be a much better idea to embody peace, even verbally, even what we share on social media, and how we influence other people, regardless of who they are, through our words and communication. Yet, of course, there is a very positive side to this energy, even collectively speaking, because what this grand air trine can represent is help. Things may look bad, things may look frightening, there might be chaos, especially economically speaking. But if help is offered to you, it would be wise to take it, even if it kind of has strings attached to it. And since this is from a collective perspective, well, that string can represent legal stuff, paperwork, relations with banks, with financial institutions, or compromises which you might feel as invading your privacy in any way, shape or form. But it can very well represent something really positive, constructive happening in your local community where you are invited to take part of it and commit. Now to finish this horoscope, once again I have to repeat the same thing. Things may look frightening, they may look very very uncertain at the beginning of the week because as I said this full moon can pull up some very, very deep emotions and also it might trigger our self-destructive tendencies but do not give power to that. Do not allow your thoughts to defeat you. If you have no way of coping, just use the intensity to put it in a prayer into a divine plea and also know that there is always help out there so do not be afraid, do not be shy to reach out, ask for help. There are a lot of good people out there in the world. Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius is humanitarianism, it is charity, it is the solidarity of people, of humankind basically. So don't go through a really, really emotionally down moment alone. And of course, for those of you who this turns out to be a blessing, a moment of great joy, well, basically that is your fertile garden that you have worked for karmically and know that it is your sanctuary which protects you from whatever is going on out there in the world. And you know what to do with this. Well, there are so very many wounded souls, wounded, symbolically speaking, warriors out there. If someone asks for help, if someone please, let them into your, symbolically speaking of course, fertile garden. 
and share your healing with them. Pisces is basically the Christ consciousness and if Christ promoted something in the world, well, that was ultimately the power of mercy that can truly conjure up miracles and it is contagious. Let mercy, let the divine love in your heart be the new virus that infects even the coldest hearts and thaws them and shows them what the human spirit is ultimately capable of. And also know that as we get to the very end of the week, the energy will shift, especially from a personal perspective. So a lot of blessings can await you. Whatever seems doomy and gloomy at the beginning of the week can turn to something really, really positive and inspirational by the end of the week. And also, I would like to wish everyone out there a blessed equinox. May this autumn deliver you the fruits of your hard karmic work. And even though things are going to be extremely chaotic and violent on a 3D level, so to speak, know that your greatest power is to choose your reality, to choose your story. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. If you'd like to support my channel and my work, you can donate on the PayPal link in the description below. With this being said, I wish everyone a wonderful and highly magical week. Until next time, bye for now.